Hey. hey. We're just doing a matrix. <laughs> Welcome back. And thank you for joining us on the Not Okay, It's Okay podcast. This is your safe space to not be okay and share about it. Rashida and I are here to offer our truth and support for all of you out there struggling to balance all that life throws us on the daily. And it is on a daily. It is on the daily. Daily Dale. How you doing? How do I look, people? You always look great. Well, no, I know, but. Oh, you wanted like <laughs> feedback from them. How does she look, people? <laughs> she looks tired. So today um, our topic is uh, what is the track playing in your head and do we need to re-record it? Yeah, let's break down what that track is. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what do we break it, break it, break it, break it, break it <laughs> you know? Um, break it down, Rashida. So, we think about cassette tapes, right? Remember, I don't know how many people remember the cassette tape. I do. You do? Of course. That's amazing. Mixtapes. It's awesome. I was like taping off the radio, and really? I would be like, we'd send in requests and then hit the play and record button together. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, I remember, yes. So, tapes, whatever it is, whatever your genre is. Tapes, A tracks, CDs, MP3s, yes, yes, whatever. Yes. What is that track playing in your head? Yeah. What is it saying? You know, what is it telling you? Mm -hmm. Well, often negative, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It's like a, I call it, you know, an inner critic. Totally. I, I had that written down. Well, so I, what? I, I looked at your name. Oh, so you call it the inner <laughs> critic. Okay. <laughs> so we call it the inner critic. So the inner critic is basically that voice inside your head that puts you down, is negative, mm -hmm. tells you that you can't do things, you're not good enough, it'll never, good things will never happen to you, right? Yeah. So and, and, it, and it's and it's just constant, you know, mm -hmm. what am I not doing right? You know, or maybe what am I, you know, doing wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. um, or and, always the fear of, if I actually take that chance, yeah. I'm going to do it wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're always, it's this, and we all have the inner critic. And sometimes we just have to, sometimes it's really prevalent and it's literally, it affects us in our day to day all the time, minute after minute. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's choice after choice. Um, right. I mean, inner yeah. critic is always around. Yeah. My inner critic starts as soon as my head gets off the pillow. Mm. It's like, uh, how dare you like, uh, mm. you know, get up, take an extra five minutes. Ah, then, so like judgment. That's, yeah. Yeah. So the, it, it, that makes sense. Cause what do critics do? They judge you. They're judges. Yeah. So, um, the inner critic mm -hmm. is our judge. It's yeah. and based usually out of fear mm -hmm. and always negative, I, you know, unless you do the work to re-record and have that inner critic change over to be your best friend and be your supporter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's rough because I think, you know, the inner critic, you know, they can be positive, you know, it could be a negative, negative, mm -hmm. you know, it could be neutral, you know, it could not be positive or, or negative. Well, I'm going to say like, before I got myself into therapy, mm -hmm. it was always negative. And, you know, now I've been on this therapeutic journey, both mm -hmm. professionally and personally. And, it's it's work to challenge it, but it it gets lower. We learn how to kind of turn down that volume, and just not pay it any mind. Yeah, and that's important. And to know? challenge it, that's important. Sure. I'm seeing people on. Uh, oh, who's there? Hey, Patty. Patty, Patty. A track. Oh, hey, Albert. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess. 
do we want to get right into it? Let's delve into it. Okay, so I guess the first step is becoming aware, right? So we're doing that right now here at this moment. We are becoming aware. We are saying that we all have an inner critic. We all have that track that plays mm -hmm. in our head. And more often than not, it is we are way overdue to record that. Yeah. And right? I and I think about, you know, if we all have this inner critic, mm -hmm. where is it coming from? Mm, interesting. Funny you should ask that. I saw your paper again. Stop <laughs> looking at my paper, Rashida. <laughs> so that's the question, right? Where does this come from? And I think first off, our job here is as mental health professionals mm -hmm. is to normalize the fact that we all have that inner critic. Right. So yeah. we are here. Uh, safety in numbers. Right. We all have it. Um, it's the degree differs. Mm -hmm. And um, like we said, there's work that could be done, which we'll talk about later. So where does this come from? Where does this come from? So for me, messaging. Right. What kind of messages have I received since I was little Hillary? Right. What was my family culture? Right. In our original family culture, no matter what that looks like for us, whether it's mom, dad, brother, mm -hmm. whether it's um, growing up in, with your aunt and uncle, being raised by your grandparents, um, living in a group home, mm -hmm. um, whatever that looked like for you in that small family culture, we learn the rights, the wrongs, the goods, the bads, the acceptables and the unacceptables. And that's where the messaging begins. Yeah, I agree. Right? I, I think I shared this last week, mm -hmm. you know, um, growing up in my household, it was don't cry. Mm. Don't cry. You don't need to cry. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, toughen up, you know, you know. So then as a child, you are, you're, you're hearing that. Mm -hmm. So on the, the surface, it's okay. Don't cry. Right. Don't cry. But then as children, because our brains have not fully formed yet, because our experiences in the world are not much. And because we are trusting those who are giving, delivering these messages. Yeah. There's the tendency to distort that message, Absolutely. to internalize it and distort it. So, I mean, could you think of what, you know, what some of the distortions might have been? Well, you know, I I felt like, you know, when I was told to not cry, mm -hmm. you know, that it, it was, it just, it's, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. It's a sign of weakness. Ah, so crying equals weakness. Quiet, crying equals weakness, mm -hmm. you know, and I didn't want to be seen as weak. Right. You know, so then I would hold all that, mm -hmm. that, that in. So then what do you do? You hold it in, you tuck mm -hmm. it and you stuff it. Right. Yeah. And you still live it, it becomes this core belief, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So now little Rashida growing up. Oh, little Rashida. Little, you must have been so cute. I need to see a baby I, picture. I think I had a way. wig on when I was like six months. Did you? Yeah. Like for real or for fun? Uh, I don't know. For real. I need a picture ASAP, like tonight. Okay, so <laughs> little Rashida with a wig on. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'd lost my train of thought on that. But so now here you are and this messaging is coming in and you are doing the best you can with what you know as a kid. Okay, well, mom or dad or my aunt or whoever it is just told me that it's not okay to cry. It's yeah. a sign of weakness. Yeah. So then what you do is you live that. That mm -hmm. becomes an unacceptable. So Rashida crying is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. And because so, it's weak. Right. So this is our belief system, right? You're absolutely right. Going to a funeral, mm -hmm. everybody's crying. I would look at them as, oh, they're weak. Oh, they're weak. You know, uh -huh. they need to get it together. So at what point do you think, if any, or unless we're still, you know, we all have things that we're 
still working on. At what point did you recognize that, hey, this this doesn't work for me. Therapy. I don't believe this. Okay. Therapy. therapy. Someone, We're not plugging therapy or yeah, anything, but no, therapy. never that. Mm -hmm. um, when someone said it was okay to mm. cry, mm -hmm. you know, and, and helping me to figure out like that I was, you know, just stuffing mm -hmm. all this emotion, you know, and mm -hmm. that it wasn't healthy for me. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it wasn't healthy. So um, you had, you had developed a maladaptive coping skill. Absolutely. And so then what happens there is we stuff it and then what do we try to do? How do we numb it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you know, some people, you know, again, we're talking about, you know, what are the messages that you got mm -hmm. growing up as a child, you know, a young mm -hmm. adolescent, mm -hmm. you know, and that you've brought into your your adult life. Right. You know, and having these distorted ways of, mm -hmm. of thinking about right. yourself can trigger, you know, I do addictions, mm -hmm, you absolutely. know, and yeah. we hear a lot of, you know, my clients will say, you know, um, I'm no good because this is what my mom told mm -hmm. me. I'll never be anything because yeah. this is what my dad told right. me. And they replay that out. They take it in. Yeah. They do the best they can with what they know to make sense of it. And then somehow it's, you know, it becomes their truth and yeah. goes we take this with us into our adult lives and yeah. then we finally say hey the relationships around me are really messed up yeah. i i have trouble committing i can't get that job i i don't believe in myself mm -hmm. all of these things and then it's time that we stand up and say hey i have to challenge this right so not only family culture yeah but also life experience and then i feel like we yeah. look for in our the universe mm -hmm. things that confirm that mm -hmm. you know oh i didn't get that mm -hmm. job that's because yeah you know mom was right like i'm never gonna amount to anything right so then things right things kind of um support we find things yes. that support that negative core belief right right so family culture mm -hmm. and then life experience happens right life happens and we start to experience that on our our own and mm -hmm. we also you know it's messaging so yeah. things happen to us you know god forbid there's a trauma or or anything it's we internalize it we personalize it mm -hmm. it becomes that story yeah yeah and it's a lot of work mm -hmm. to change that story you know it's not yes. an overnight you know no. this you've been working on the story for since you were a child mm -hmm. you know so it takes a lot of work to got a picture going <laughs> hey, yeah um, <laughs> hey jared hey hey jenna hi everybody. hi the crew the crew but yeah it takes a lot of work to change you know what you you grew up knowing like mm -hmm. if this is all you knew and now you're at being asked to hey i want you to think a little differently mm -hmm. you know yeah. So, oh, I always thought I was a loser. And now you're telling me to think, you know, that I'm the bomb. Right. Yeah. So uh, tell me um, that you can think of now. So you mentioned crying and that equals weakness. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Can you think of any other kind of uh, things that you, in certain messages that you internalize and again we're not we're not attacking parents <laughs> because the parents did the best they could with what they knew again so we're not attacking you out there no, it is really no. you know parenting doesn't come with a handbook so but oftentimes this happens in our young mm -hmm. young young years yeah and, right? and there's also that message for me and then i want to go to you mm -hmm. you know um is you know you can handle everything mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. Right. You know, you can handle whatever you got on your mm -hmm. plate 
and I sometimes it's heavy. Well, so that sends the message: it's not okay to ask for help yeah. or support. Yeah, that I got this. Mm -hmm. That was the message. No, you, you got, got this, and you don't need anybody else. Because if you don't, you're weak. There we go. So there's that, and then that that builds on the other. Yes. You know, the crying equals strength. Yes. Yeah. Crying, not crying, equals strength. Yeah. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Come on, yeah. Hillary. Yes. Yes. So. Tell me about you. Like, tell me what was one or two of your um. I beliefs. think I have so many. <laughs> um, I think that one would be um, that I I'm a people pleaser. I want to please everybody, mm -hmm. and so the story I would tell myself is to just do what's good for everybody else before myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one that um, I currently still work on, which is challenging, which is utilizing my refusal skills mm -hmm. and, you know, it being okay to say no. Yeah. Right. And um, that your needs are important. Right. And that my needs matter. Yeah. And I am not on the bottom of the totem pole. I need to be on the top of that totem pole. Mm -hmm. So I, then I can do the best care for the other people in my life yeah, that I love. Absolutely. I think it's like that that airplane analogy mm, that people right. talk about. Yes, you yes. Know, that you don't, you know, if the plane's going down, the air pressure. What does the pilot you know, say? He it, says, put it on you first. Mm -hmm. Because if you're traveling with, with children yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Because you'll pass out by the time you go to try to mm -hmm. put it on the other person. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so we can't let our battery get down to, to empty. We won't mm. let our cell phone get down there. Oh, yeah. Well. well, that's another show. <laughs> so anyway, so basically, where does this come from? It comes from messaging, from uh, family, from youth, from life experiences that continue to happen. Um, and the fact that we're doing the best we could. And we are, you know, distorting internalizing yeah. and and creating this story and i want to add another yeah. way where we get messages social mm -hmm. media oh you yeah. know yeah and and you know i know growing up you know it was you know you got to be thin mm. you know you can't you know right you gotta diet you know mm -hmm. here's a diet pill for this right here's you know um you gotta get to the gym you know mm -hmm. because that was what oh for sure I that's saw and what, yeah know? it's what we still see so then the message <laughs> to myself is that i i'm not enough like you're I'm not, not yeah mm -hmm. I'm not enough yep. you know um I'm not okay with mm -hmm. this and I have to be something else right yeah okay so uh the good news here everybody is that our brain has this incredible <laughs> well that's an eyeball can I see the eyeball <laughs> okay so our brain has neuroplasticity and basically what it means is that it we are very much able to create new neural pathways. And the way we do that mm -hmm. is by first raising our awareness, becoming aware that there are beliefs that we have about ourselves, about ourselves, about the world, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And we can reframe that and we can begin to create new neural pathways with these this healthier thought and eventually that pathway that has been so well carved because it's been traveling in our it's been with us our whole lives right mm -hmm. it runs dry think of it like a river you know it's yeah. an offshoot of a river and eventually the water just stops flowing that way because we've created this new pathway well said thank you Thanks. So, yeah. So, I mean, uh, we have some practical solutions. 
Well, before we get to that, yeah. I wanted to um, bring up some of um, the negative narrations that we that go on within mm. our head. There's like certain mm -hmm. themes, um, and these yeah. are just a few. So uh -huh. you have the warrior, you know, <laughs> the warrior. Hi, I'm the, Hillary, the and what, I'm a warrior. The what if? What Hi. if this happens? What's me? What are we gonna do? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, so that's one. Mm -hmm. The self critique. Oh, right? that's me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hillary, and I self-critique. The self-critique. And I want you guys to think at home if this applies to any of you. you hey, know, Steph. 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 Steph, bombs. You know, what, you know, how are you judging yourself? You know, you know, when the self-critique, critic, here we go. Chipotle, Chipotle. Critique. Self-critique. Self-criticism. Self-criticism. Yeah, that's okay. They'll, they'll accept you. No judgment. Yeah, it's quick to yeah, we're quick to point out our faults. Yeah. Can we roll that back one second, Ming? Could I see a comment that someone just said? Um, who yeah, Patty. I'm sorry to interrupt. I want to address no, this because it it keeps going up. Patty, um, sharing that bullying, right? You were bullied a lot. Mm. And so that definitely it goes right to your self-esteem. So then the messaging that you have is either I'm not good enough, nobody yeah. likes me, what, and it depends really on what you're being bullied about. Right. You could be wearing a sweater that people don't think is nice. They can, you know, whatever it is, your, your hair, you know. So, yeah, absolutely. And it does directly affect our self-esteem, which is why we're having this talk. Yeah. Right? And because we can take control of it. Right? Great. Continue. Sorry. No. No, that's great. See you. Thank you. And everybody, you know, thank you for commenting. And, yes. and, and this is just absolutely great. Um, the victim or the blamer. Mm -hmm. So it's my fault. Mm -hmm. This is the person who is my fault. You know, I, I never will be able to. Mm. And then you add to that, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, for, you know, I think for myself, like I'm, a, you know, it depends on what's going on for me. There's mm -hmm. the, the self-critic. There's the victim sometimes will come out in me. Mm -hmm. I think I play a part sure. in all these roles. When it works, absolutely, yeah. And the last example is the perfectionist. How many perfectionists are out there? Hi, I'm Hillary, and I'm a perfectionist <laughs> in certain areas. My mom is probably laughing right now. She's like, ha, 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 clean your bedroom or something. But yeah. I love your mom. Your mom I know you no do. Wrong. Hi, mom. Um, yeah, so I think I can identify with most of those. Yeah, like, you, you know, the perfectionist is, I'm not trying hard enough, mm -hmm. you know, I should have, mm -hmm. or oh. I must. How Don't. many people say that out there? Like, I should have did this. Well, should shout out to Tony Robbins, because I use this in with my clients every day and with myself. Stop shooting on yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Stop shooting on yourself. Stop shooting on yourself. Because mm -hmm. why should you have? Why should you? Yeah. Why should you should? Why must you? Yeah. Great. I love it. Okay. Good. So are we ready to move We're on? We're ready. So some practical solutions uh, to addressing this track playing in our head and how we can re-record if we're ready to do that. So um, first, like we mentioned, is awareness. So like, hey, now we're all aware. Right. Rashida and I are here mm -hmm. to not only point out that this exists, but we're here to say we all have our inner critic. We do. I have some tracks in my head that have been playing since I was five and yeah. they get addressed in therapy. Mm -hmm. Again, another plug for therapy. Uh, and just to normalize the fact that we all have them. 
So yeah. becoming aware, you know, maybe taking time to just get quiet and challenge yourself to think about it. Recognize. It's very important. Yeah. Recognize what important. the message is. Recognize what comes up when you are up against something, when you've hit a bump in the road. Mm -hmm. Where does your mind go? Does it go to, all right, girl, you got this. Or, you know, I, I got this, I know. Or does it go to that space of, oh man, I'm done. I, I don't I don't have it in me. I had saw a, um, a statistic mm -hmm. um, that said that about 85% of our thoughts are negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 85%. So think of how many thoughts we have in a day. Yeah. And how horrific it is. <laughs> how really, how much we, we're up against every day. Yeah. And it may not be like something that harsh that we say about ourselves, mm -hmm. but you know, it could be, you know, something where it's just like, oh, I messed that up. Mm -hmm. right. You know, absolutely. No, did you really mess that up? Or is this, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. So awareness first. So mm -hmm. challenge yourself to, you know, listen, get quiet. And then the next would be once we have this awareness, we can even make a list in our journal. Like these are, this is the track. This is that track. This mm -hmm. is this. And then once we can then slow down in our day to day and see just how often it does come up for us. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, um, what I've done um, is I would get a notebook mm -hmm. and I would put all my negative thoughts. I would mm -hmm. like track them, you know, mm -hmm. all my negative thoughts wow. on one side. That's a on, job. I know it was like pages. That is a job. Okay. Like, oh but God. great work. And then I would, on the other side, put a counteracting thought, mm -hmm. you know, so the reframe, the reframe, which we're going to get to. Yes. Okay. You know, so that's just, just something to highlight when we get. There. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're almost there. We're so almost there. to get quiet, to start recognizing that this is even occurring. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we like to visualize a stop sign. Ooh, I like the stop right? sign. Because we're all conditioned. We know what to do with a stop sign. Mm -hmm. So if we can just allow ourselves to envision that stop sign, and take a breath, right? Yeah. And then in comes CBT, so cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah, yeah. So we're raising our awareness, we're really tuning in mm -hmm. to what our inner critic is telling us, what it's saying, how yeah. it gets in our way, mm -hmm. and we are just going to begin our days that way with this mindfulness, being aware, and then we're gonna challenge ourselves to just put the stop sign up. Just stop it. Mm -hmm. Stop it in its tracks, right? Because this is how we begin to work with that neuroplasticity, right? Yeah. Just stop it. Yeah. And I did the stop, you know, mm -hmm. sign, but I think I needed a little more. Mm -hmm. I gotta get rough with myself. Okay. So and so I make statements to myself. Beautiful. So I'll just be like, you know, ah, you're doing it again. Mm. Stop it. Okay. Stop. Excellent. So it's whatever works for you. Yeah. It can be a code word. Mm -hmm. It can be, you know, I don't know, kiwi. <laughs> I don't know. So CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, what is it? Basically, uh, the way I like to look at it is that our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors are all connected. It's like a triangle. <laughs> look at us. So it's a triangle. Um, and so at the top of the triangle or wherever, it doesn't matter because we can move the triangle anyway, and it's all connected. So if we have a thought at the top of the triangle, our feelings and behaviors, they're all connected. So for example, if, give me a thought, Rashida, that we can I, use. I can um, give you an example, like sure. a, a true example. Oh, okay. Um, so two people mm -hmm. um, were diagnosed with 
cancer. Okay. The one person, you know, mm-hmm. same doctor, you know, um, said, you know, like if you do X, Y, and Z, you know, the prognosis is good. Well, that person heard it, interpreted it as I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And then in turn began to start feeling anxious and depressed. So her original thought, mm-hmm. right? So the thought is I'm going to die, mm-hmm. right? Morbid. Thank you for this, Regina. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So I'm going to die. So then what are we feeling? How do we feel? Okay, we might feel sad, fearful, angry. Mm -hmm. So then go to the other side of the triangle. How am I going to behave? What's that going to look like? How am I going to show up in this world? And this person ended up drinking alcohol excessively, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to, because I'm going to die anyway. Okay. Right. So, yeah. So then there can be the other person receiving the same news saying, I got this. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a bad diagnosis, but the prognosis is good. And so the thought is, I got this, I'm going to get through it. So then what are they going to be feeling? They're going to be feeling confident. They're going to have hope. Yeah. And so how will they behave. Well, they're going to show up in the world with a smile on their face, spreading positivity. And, you know, so that is the way um, we can kind of play out that triangle for you. So thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and you can do this at home. This is the same thing. Hit your journal. Once you identify Mm -hmm. the critic and what the critic is saying, like, I will never have a successful career lie right so i will never have a successful career if that's what it is for you write it down Mm -hmm. that's my thought okay well how does that make me feel well it makes me feel pretty crappy about myself Mm -hmm. it makes me feel like i don't have much hope to be happy in my life um it might relate to finances i might feel like i'm never going to get the car of my dreams so then behaviorally how's that going to show up well i'm going to be pretty Maybe angry, maybe yeah. sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Many other things. So challenge yourself. Write this down. Identify these thoughts and yeah. break it down. And so the thing that we can do as well now moving on, and this is like a crash course in CBT. Are we and, going and, to fact checking? Well, I just wanted to, we can go to fact checking, but then I wanted to do reframe too. So let's do fact checking. Yeah. And, and you know, just kind of like, you know, is, is this a fact, you know, Mm -hmm. what are, what are the, what supports this? So if Mm -hmm. I'm saying, you know, um, I'm weak because I cry, Mm -hmm. you know, what is the, what, where's the evidence? Mm -hmm. You know, I could say, you know what, like everybody cries. It's, you know, people cry. That's fine. Nobody's Mm going to die from Mm -hmm. crying and Mm -hmm. it's okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So reframing, reframing. So we can use mine and you can Mm -hmm. help me reframe it. Okay. So my thought is I need to please everybody or Mm -hmm. they won't be happy with me. So we look for the truth, right? But Mm -hmm. sometimes we can't find that right in that moment. So if that is my thought and clearly how will I feel? I will feel pressured and yep. um, I will feel like I can't relax. And so maybe my behavior is I show up in a really anxious way. Yeah. I overdo, right? So how would we reframe that? We want to reframe that thought mm-hmm. to something that's believable, 
right? It's not going to be like, ah, I don't have to please everybody, you know, whatever, right. F them all. But right. that's not what I'm going to do either. Something more realistic. Right. So what is like a realistic and, and so how could we reframe that? I can't yes. please everyone. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I'm not going to be able to, mm -hmm. you know, and then that's. Okay. It's not my job to please everyone. Yeah. yeah. So maybe something like yeah. that, like just really allowing myself yeah. to begin to create that new neuro pathway. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. Um, I have another example. Mm -hmm. um, I can't believe he forgot my birthday. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Right. So sometimes like, you know, these, uh, you know, we, we use extreme language with ourselves, which can amp up the anger and the frustration. So mm -hmm. a, a way of, of reframing that is, okay, well, he forgot my birthday. It's this is disappointing. Sure. I'm annoyed. Uh huh. But there's nothing else I can, you know, I can't. Do. So that's your thought. Yeah. And these are your feelings. These are my feelings. How I'm are annoyed, you going to behave? You know, and I'm how might you behave? Well, <laughs> Tell the truth. I probably like start some passive aggressive stuff. Start oh, okay. Dishes and uh -huh, stuff, uh -huh, and, you know, yeah. and yeah. you know. So this is it. I mean, this is your truth, mm -hmm. right? And that's what we're here to offer. It, our truth. Yeah, yeah. So let's. Um, Con yeah. yeah, Connie said being in therapy is a strength, not a weakness. Mm. Yes, Connie. Connie, Connie. You are so right. Who's the queen of self doubt over there, Steph? Steph, why? What's the uh, what's the thought playing in your head? What's that belief system? Huh? You can answer us. You still there? Oh wait, Steph, Steph she's right there. Steph said, "Could you read that because this uh, the camera's in my way." Oh, some oh, something thank you. my uh -huh. therapist told me was I had to turn shit into flowers and saying really and and that saying really made me think that all the hard and ugly work therapy could therapy could be can turn to flowers and new growth. Hmm. hmm. Turn the shit into flowers. Well, I like flowers. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. Well, I'm glad that helped you. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Patty needs to start journaling. Okay. Yeah. Journaling is, uh, journey, journaling is an extension mm -hmm. of therapy. Yeah. It is, it continues the process. It is, um, it allows you to just let the air out of the balloon that is sometimes ready to pop. It yeah. is yeah. a wonderful, you just allow that stream of consciousness, mm -hmm. no judgment. No one's looking at your spelling yeah. or your grammar, just getting just it out. Getting it out. Absolutely. Good. And yeah, you can't please everyone. So you got to please yourself. Yeah. True we, that. We have to just, you know, you know, just constantly this again, it's, it's a lot of work to, sure. to be able to change these thoughts that have been imprinted mm -hmm. in us Yes, and it's going to take us catching it. And, and I think with, therapy, mm -hmm. you know, you know, after a while you catch it even quicker. Absolutely. You, you know? become attuned to it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right now, before you guys started listening to the podcast, maybe no one was even aware that we had this inner critic. Maybe you thought that you were hearing voices. Maybe, yeah. you know, you were having a difficulty identifying it. So this is a wonderful first step. Yeah. And obviously we're here, we're doing this podcast in what, 50 minutes, like, we're not going to fix it all today, but at no. least we are. This is for you to think about. This is for you to expand upon and yeah. decide which route you can go. And if these tips are helping you, then our job is done. Yeah. Right? And again, it's important, you know, like mm -hmm. just your thought, 
It starts mm -hmm. with a thought. And mm -hmm. if you can shift that thought into something more realistic and mm -hmm. something a little more positive, you know, it'll definitely make you yeah. feel better and be and behave in Absolutely. a whole different way. Right. It's it's gotta be believable. If mm -hmm. like say my um old track was, you know, I, I'm not pretty or I'm not something, mm -hmm. right? So I'm not going to reframe that to girl, you look like Angelina Jolie. You look better. Cause like, you know. No, I don't Let's know. be realistic. No, I really don't um, so, you know, it has to be something that we can believe. Yeah. So we can, yeah, kind of. I like that. Good. Anything else to add to some practical solutions? Um, I was looking at like the cost benefit analysis. Mm. What? I know. What? I really, I really work at you. this episode. Yeah. Let's hear <laughs> about that. So the cost benefit analysis is just like, you know, thinking about simply the pros and the cons mm -hmm. of whatever you know, the situation is, mm -hmm. um, you know, so sometimes for me, when I, something happens, you know, and if I get like truly like upset, mm -hmm. you know, how is this going to benefit me? You know, like, let's say, for example, uh -huh. I don't really care for pickles too much. And I went, no, you're not a pickle person. No. Hmm. And I said, no pickles, clear, no pickles. Got that Whopper back. There was like six or seven. You had a Whopper? Thing. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, those are good. I don't think I've ever had, had a Whopper. A wh Why? I don't know. Picked something else. I was like a two cheeseburger me. Oh, wait. Is, where is Whopper? Where is it? No, is it a <laughs> is it a Burger King or a McDonald's? Burger King. I'm not a Burger I, I didn't. Have I, you ever tried a, a Whopper? No. Maybe we'll have to do that. This is scary. I'm more like a two cheeseburger meal girl if I I'm going to bring you a Whopper with pickles. Mine. So... I talk, talk about they, the pickles. They put really like six or seven pickles on my Whopper. My husband's like, when? <laughs> when was that? <laughs> I was caught. Was that after? You know? Yeah. And um, and in, in my mind, I was like raging. Like I told them mm -hmm. that I didn't want pickles and I'm going to go back in there and I'm going to give them the business. <laughs> you know, it was going to be, it was real business. What was like, the thought there? The thought was like, you messed up. What is wrong with you? Which I was getting, you know, that extreme language oh, getting wow. worked up, uh -huh. you know, and I'm going to show you uh -huh. about pickles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Please, then, so then, but then I like thought about it mm -hmm. and I said, if I go in there mm -hmm. and I cause a stink, yeah. you know, uh, I always think the, I catastrophize people. I uh -huh. think like the worst thing's going to happen. Uh -huh. like someone's going to spit in the burger or something, Oh, you know, and, and then yeah. I probably may get arrested and you know we don't want to do that yeah i don't want to get arrested license is on the line here. license on the line mm -hmm. and i don't want to be that person mm -hmm. you know yeah woman okay. in burger king Luke. so you were able to reframe <laughs> reframe about the pickle it ain't worth it just take i just said in I an effort just, to not get arrested yeah okay and i just like okay just take the dang on pickles off like i, I can just take them off <laughs> you know like it's not a big deal I'm just, I'm just blown away by pickles. Um, Jenna says mine is not doing good enough or I'm not enough. Yeah. And it is. And she hashtagged it fake news. You're right. Because okay. I know you girl and you are, you're yes. Incredible. So, but that's the core belief that you are challenged with. Yeah. And yeah. clearly working on it. I'm sure. I think we need to fire the critic. Fire him. Yeah, her. fire her, turn down the volume yep. and, and, you know, take its power away. Yeah. So that's what we do when we didn't, 
pre this podcast, when we didn't have the awareness that there was an inner critic, yeah. we had been automatically giving our power over to this critic yes. over and over again. Well, now's the time that we begin to take our power back. Take your power back. Because again, like we talked about anxiety last week, being a bully, mm -hmm. so is your inner critic. And so the more work we do, the more we challenge back, mm -hmm. the less power it has. Yeah. Right. You know, there was times, you know, where, you know, I was talking to someone today mm -hmm. and I was, um, I had moments where I was just like, I'm a bad mom. Mm. That was my story. I'm mm. a bad mom. And my, my bad mom was because I'm a working mom mm. and I work hard, mm -hmm. you know, and yes, you the, what happened? What did I start feeling guilt? Of course. You know, and then, you know, just becoming down and out, mm -hmm. you know, a little, of course. A little depressed, about of course. That, you know, yeah. um, and it took a while therapy mm -hmm. to change that thought, mm -hmm. you know, being therapy. We should have like an echo meme, <laughs> like a therapy, therapy So Rashida, therapy. yeah, you know, um, I think that's a really common uh, for, you know, women and men, yeah. uh, you know, having this mom guilt, having this dad guilt mm -hmm. when we are, we have all of these plates up in the air and we're trying to manage everything yeah. and kind of beating ourselves up for not being around or not being able to help with homework that night right. or not reading the bedtime story. Yeah. yeah. So that's your critic. Yeah. And, and it took, and it took a while for me to challenge that. And, um, I had to do for myself affirmations. Mm -hmm. yes. I am mm -hmm. right. I am a good mom. Yes. I am the bomb. Uh-huh. I am the bomb mom. I'm the bomb diggity diggity. <laughs> bomb diggity. Awesome. So yeah, so that's another way is the affirmations. Mm -hmm. And that's just a direct challenge yeah. to the core belief. Yeah. So I mean, we have a lot of uh tips and practical solutions here. Um Clearly, we can maybe uh discuss this again at another yeah, of course. at a later date. Yeah. Um so moving on to unless you have anything else to add no. it is i'm looking, looking at your like, notebook stop looking <laughs> so it is time for the bowl of no shame <laughs> the bowl of no shame bum, bum, bum. so who went first last week you asked me last week about jail mm -hmm. i'm gonna ask you this week oh boy okay I'm nervous about the question okay let's make it a good one. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, okay. Would you rather donate your body to science or donate your or organs to people who need them? I don't think anybody wants to die. Um, oh, was that a negative? Was that your inner critic? Look at that. I don't think she anyone me out. She I don't think did anybody I don't know if the, the mic picked that up. I don't think anybody wants this body. Right, right there. It's so prevalent in our everyday yes, talk, yes, self-talk, yes. talk that we put out there. Pay attention, raise awareness. I just raised yours. Go ahead. Do I have to repeat it? All or right. I guess the they'll want me. That's a morbid question. Where are we going? We're going on a morbid tip today. Please. Um, you went to pickles. I'm going morbid. <laughs> Get over it. Let's go. Um, I would <laughs> donate my organ organs to, to science. So you would donate your body to science. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You Wait, can donate your body to science or you can donate your organs to people who need them. Just the, Yeah, I want to do the organs just to know that I shall live on. Okay, I love that. Okay, very nice. You? Um, well, I think I too would donate my organs to people who need them because I feel like it's an immediate help. And I'm, since I'm in the helping profession, mm -hmm. like... Um, I 
would want to see my parts go where the immediate, where the family has yeah. been on a list where the, you know, so, and, and maybe um, a place for my loved ones to connect to these people and have relationships oh, with. Beautiful. Um, and I would not donate to science only because like my worst nightmare is being a cadaver on that board. And then everybody, they, on they pull the sheet down and then there's me and I'm naked. <laughs> it's like, that's what would makes it, me, okay. it makes you what? It makes me anxious. Uh-huh. The thought of that and having no control <laughs> over pulling the sheet back up. So yeah, there you have it. See, that's um, interesting that you like have that thought of like, Oh, I don't want the sheet to be like removed. I'm, mm-hmm. I just don't want them to drop me on the floor. Well, you wouldn't feel it. I know, but it's something about being dropped on the floor. Okay. I gotta, well, go, gotta go back to therapy to figure out what that's okay. about. Okay. <laughs> Write note to self. <laughs> I keep a note for my therapist in my phone. All the little things I need to address. Here okay. All right. Okay. I feel like I said some, saw something with cheese doodles, but we'll move past that one. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a cheese doodle as cheese long as they're crunchy. Although I'm not, oh, well, maybe it's in there. I'm not going to lie. The puffy ones are real good. Those are the best. No, the crunchy ones are the best. Wait, the one with the cat, the tiger? No, not Cheetos. The cheese doodle, whatever. Go ahead. Cheese doodles, the crunchies. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I developed, well, whatever. Anyway, go ahead. You developed a better way to eat them when I had a kid. staining your fingers? Yes. How? You don't lick. You don't lick your fingers. You you can't lick your fingers until you're finished eating the Cheetos. Go ahead. But it's still, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you. Aww. I'll bring it to you. Yeah, I will. I'll show you. I'll show bring you a Whopper next week. <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> Go ahead. Would you rather have a horrible job but be able to retire comfortably in 10 years or have your dream job but have to work until the day you die? Dream job, day I die. Hands down, no thought. Boom. Pass the mic. I don't know. Why do we keep answering the same way? This is rigged. Oh, because we're the same person. (laughs) (laughs) So we're rigged. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that on a day-to-day basis. That would make me like so down and out, depressed. That's and... existing. That's not living. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'd rather work my dream job. Okay. What is your do you have a dream job? Is I'm, this your dream I'm job? I'm doing it right now. Mm. Being a therapist and hopefully being able to reach a you know, a wider, you know, I, you can only have so many clients oh. uh, on your caseload. So if this is another avenue, then I'm doing it. Therapist. Oh, my dream job would be give working. me that. Oh, so um, bowl of no shame. Anybody else? Oh, wait. So, okay. Stephanie, you said the cadaver. Okay. Okay. All right. They Anybody else? Yeah. They won't let you disrespect the cadaver. They won't. I Well, I hope not, Stephanie. Thank you for that. Just in case one day I do wind up the cadaver. <laughs> um, so actually, um, this week we wanted to bring to you, there's a lot of uh, stuff going on uh, in the mental health field, uh, in the parenting. So we wanted to kind of bring your awareness to this. Uh, not sure if you're aware. I'm going to let uh, Rashida take it away. We're, we've kind of budgeted some time to just yeah. talk about this. So, so a couple of things. Um, I'm I'm not sure how many people are aware out there, but um, there are school-based youth service programs. Um, these programs um, is basically in counseling school for, you know, our children, our adolescents, um, you know, to get, you know, if they're, they're struggling in school, they mm-hmm. can go and see the counselor um, during break. They could do group there, group therapy, you know, um, cause a lot of people can't afford outside counseling. So it's like a great resource. Oh, for sure. Um, and it's, a grant it was a it's a grant funded program that's mm-hmm. been around since 1987. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to cut that. 
and they're moving and shifting the funding to another, allocating it somewhere else. Which is which absolutely a shame, horrible. It, it is. I the, mean, the, the impact, right, that it will have on, on families, on kids who are just little humans yes. doing their best, trying to navigate through a pandemic, virtual school, yeah. bullies, everything, yeah. life. Yeah. I mean, they've served like over between like 25 to 30,000 um, children and, you know, mm-hmm. young adolescents, um, you know, and, and it's scary, you know, yeah. because what are these kids going to do you know a lot of times they cannot talk to their parents mm-hmm. but it's nice to have somebody in the school absolutely you know, a support system a they're basically yanking system. the support system and i'm not like i mean teachers are also an incredible support obviously and support staff at school are incredible supports but mm-hmm. this is pulling the mental health professionals away away from these kids who really need it from families who really need it who are depend they depend on it yeah. for their child's health yeah. So just something to really be aware of. Yeah. Um, Is there, mean, there's a petition, right? Yeah, there's a petition on change.org. So, you know, please, you know, you know, maybe we can put something up in one of our posts. Yeah. This week. And just, you know, sign it because, you know, this is taking away from our kids. Yeah. Um, Even if it doesn't directly impact your children, mm-hmm. um, think about their friends and, and other parents uh, because it is it's a travesty. Yes. Yeah. I hope something better. Somebody else comes in with some money because. Yeah. And I'm concerned because, you know, sure. in the psychiatric emergency room, you mm-hmm. know, I feel like we're going to have that surge of kids coming oh, in. For sure. You know, that are extremely depressed. Crisis um, calls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. they don't have that that outside support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so please go to change.org and petition for. Oh, I like hashtag preach. 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 Um, thanks, Stephanie. All right. So um, I also wanted just to highlight that um, this is National Recovery Month. Yes. Okay. Um, And we, on August 31st, it was um, Overdose Awareness Day across the globe, you know, and about 130 people die from an overdose each day, you know, and then I think it was like from 1999 to 2017, we lost about 700,000 people died from an overdose. Mm Um, so this month, you know, um, is just to bring awareness, mm-hmm. you know, that if, you know, t- treatment can help, you know, Absolutely. people, people do recover. Oh yeah. You know, and, and live wonderful, healthy, full lives. And also again, to bring mm-hmm. in the topic from our first podcast, which was about the stress vulnerability model. Yeah. We are all still in this very, very heightened state of stress. And so, we need help. Yeah. We need help. We need coping skills. And oftentimes people with addiction, well, their stressors go up, so do their symptoms. Yeah. And if the symptoms is to be triggered easier or to engage in uh, people, places, and things that they know are unsafe, yeah. they're doing the best they can. But, you know, it's it's happening. It's happening right now. And yeah. so, yeah, thank you for bringing yeah, all of that So the us. color is um, purple, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. So purple is the color and, you know, just... You know, education is key. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. SAMHSA, you know, mm-hmm. has a lot of yep. education on, um, you know, substance issues and other varying issues. Absolutely. Um, and we can also, yeah. we can, we're, we're working on the links. Remember, Rashida yeah. and I, and the show is a work in progress. And we are going to do some work with Ming later. He's going to show us the ropes and we're going to learn how to, uh, you know, attach some links, some helpful things. And if anybody has any questions for us, you yeah. can please follow us on Instagram, like our pages on mm-hmm. Facebook, and you can DM or 
private message us and post any questions or any resources that you might need. And we would be happy to provide those to you Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, like our page, you know. Yeah. And and Ming, I'm going to need your help here. So we're going to be <laughs> <laughs> after tonight, uh, we are going to be on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Take it away, Ming. Anywhere else? Uh, Sorry. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, Google Podcasts. Google uh, Podcasts. Tune in, Stitcher. We'll get, we'll get you everywhere. Okay, and we'll then we'll have everywhere. a list and we'll let you know. Yep. So thank you for bearing with us. Uh, works in progress. We just feel like, you know, we are we are just getting this info out to you. And if we can help while learning, well, that's what we're doing. And so, I just want to, like, say I am so ex You guys rock. Yes. Like, seriously. Thank you. We've you gotten great support. You guys rock. I mean, 1,000 viewers second episode and first episode. it's pretty awesome so stay tuned we're also going to have a youtube channel um uploading some extras and yeah so thank you for the support please like our facebook page yes, please like follow us on instagram it really helps if you can share um this link as well so it can get to your friends yes. if i'm not friends with your friends or rashid is not friends with your friends then we're reaching all we want to do is reach people that's, I, that's and what i have we're room here for more friends oh I yeah have, always i have so much room always so thank you Hashtag um, okay. next week's topic is balancing life what's on your plate what's on your plate balancing life and to kind of hook it into self-care I think of Thanksgiving, you know, I, I put a lot on my plate. <laughs> you think of Thanksgiving, you think of pinkles, pickles, <laughs> you think of Thanksgiving, you're making me so hungry. I put that drumstick on there. It takes up a lot of room and you got to really be Seriously, able to navigate what is the, going the corn on. and the collard greens. Seriously. Okay. So maybe we'll, I don't know, have a Thanksgiving episode. Gratitude for sure. Yes, yeah. So please, um, be here with us next week. Same time, same place. Yeah. Um, balancing life, uh, self-care, what's on your plate, and maybe we need to uh, reconfigure that plate. Reconfigure or maybe take something off. Mm -hmm. So thank you for listening. Thank we you. We appreciate it. Thank Be well, you. everybody. Be well. And remember, you're doing the best you can with what you know. Come on. Pay no, attention. Let's dance. Pay attention to that voice. See the stop sign. Thanks.